It was a good day for utility stocks as safety trades helped the market repair itself from early weakness. Ken Rose joins us from Salt Lake. He's been digging through the market to find some overlooked stocks for us. Ken, Southern Company looking pretty good on the chart, no? Right, Oliver. Yeah, you look at the chart, it looks like Southern is taking a big move to the upside. As Alex mentioned a little bit earlier, utilities have been one of the strongest sectors. This company owns all the common stock of Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi power companies. They also sell some natural gas. You get a little bit of diversification there. Looking at the underlying fundamentals, the price multiple on this stock is currently sitting at about 1894 If you compare that to the S&P 531, it's actually in a pretty pretty good level. Also, the dividend yield on Southern is sitting at 3.97. Oh. Compare that to the average on the S&P 500, we're sitting about 2%, so a nice dividend yield there as well. Also, their history of increasing the dividends is very strong. They've been increasing their dividends and paying them for over 20 years. So that, that helps fundamental investors feel, feel pretty good. The margin, basically, the margins that Southern has basically out, out basically outperforms other industry players. Their gross margin is sitting at 45 versus 26 in the industry, operating at 22 versus 19 in the industry, net margin at 14 versus 11.9 in the industry. The earnings per share average growth rate is sitting at about 3.9%. Their dividend yield, again, is the highest among the peers. Their PE ratio, however, is one of the lower. It's not necessarily the lower, but it's mm. one of the lower, lower among the peers. We want to keep in mind, though, always with utilities, that rising interest rates could, could create some headwinds. Looking at the chart, it's been moving up nicely. I got current resistance sitting at about 6491 and I've also got the next the the next higher resistance level sitting sitting at about sixty about about sixty six fifty one, which would be a, a Fibonacci extension level. But yeah, it looks looks like a an interesting stock from a fundamental perspective and also from a from a technical perspective. It looks like it's it's sharing with regards to what a lot of the utility stocks have been doing recently here, Oliver. And now that is a two-minute drill if I ever heard one. Nice job, Ken. All right. So point is it's above your technical supports by like, you know, a, a good chunk here. So so, uh, you know, there's a few nets below if it does start to stumble, but rates don't seem like an issue at this point. There's also a tropical storm about to hit. Its name is Fred. It's not exactly the most intimidating name, perhaps, but it could still potentially be a problem. And for utility stock, you know, power and the need for that, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of some kind of bid there related to that. Is that crazy? No, no, I, 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 I think that could definitely be a, be a consideration. Of course, it, it depends on which power companies you're looking at. If you look at the power company that that that, that operates in California, right? If storms there, then they they can create a fire in that, and that's and that's not going to be a good thing, right? That's right. Uh, but if, <laughs> but it, but if but if their but if their infrastructure is built is 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 built well then they should be in pretty good shape with regards to those types of things all right let's go from utilities over to reits uh, uh some kind of cut these from the same cloth but uh, the reits have taken on a, a lot more secular themes over this past um, really decade of tech innovation one of them is prologis very popular stock pld but uh, certainly I think gone a little overlooked here lately because it's just rocking. Um, uh, all the supply chain problems, I guess, playing a role here perhaps? Right, right, Oliver. We've seen uh, PPLD primarily move move sideways for an extended period of time, but it has recently broken above resistance level. You know, if if you think about it, if 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 we went back, for example, possibly two or three years, when we order something on Amazon, we expect to get it possibly overnight or possibly in two to three days. Now, when you order something on Amazon, there's a fair number of products that will give you same day delivery. Other uh, other companies also working working to obtain that same thing, which increases the need for more local warehouses, and that's basically what this business does. 
does. Its clients include Amazon, Walmart, Home Depot, FedEx, UPS, and many others. So it so it's basically its client space is very well diversified. It's currently trading at a price multiple of 34, which is which is a little bit high if you compare it to the S&P 500, but it is still lower than the industry average. Currently has a dividend yield of 1.89. S&P's S&P's at about 2%, so it's a little bit lower there. But the price performance again. Has has been relatively strong of late. It does have a it does have above above average industry. It, it's above the average industry. It's above the industry average with regards to gross profit margin, sitting at about 73 versus 64. Their net profit margin is sitting at 37 versus the industry at 21. However, they trail the industry a little bit in relationship to the operating profit margins, which is currently sitting at 23 in relationship to the industry's 26. So it's outperforming most hmm. of them, and it's just about there with regards with regards to the operating profit margin. Their dividend growth rate for the last Three years has been at 9.43% compared to the industry at 5.34%. So they're outperforming nicely there. The earnings per share growth rate over the last four years has, has come in at about 11.5%, which would, which would be considered to be a strong number by, wow. by many of the fundamental folks as well. This again, though, it is based on real estate. So we want to keep in mind that, that increasing interest rates could create some headwinds. Look at Looking at the chart here, I've got support at the area of about 130.55. That was an old resistance level. And then I've also got the next the next higher level with regards to moving to the upside. I've I, I've got a target there at about 134.91 with regards mm. to moving moving to the upside from where we're at right now, Oliver. Uh, Prahlad, just uh, uh, with that uh, double digit bottom line growth, I mean, just again a testament here that these stocks are no longer just pure dividend plays, right? I mean, there's real growth happening here, even though the dividend is pretty chunky, as you mentioned, and reliable, uh, still plenty of top line growth making its way to the bottom line. It's hard not to see why investors like it and the thing just keeps chugging along. Ken, you got one more for us. Let's talk retail, Children's Place, PLCE. Uh, always an interesting one. We've talked about this on this segment for some time now. George has been giving us the lowdown on this company's unique niche for uh, a couple, uh, you know, a couple of years. They struggled a little bit, but then they came back and lately some price targets have been getting uh, upped from analysts, notably uh, B. Riley brought up the price target to 130 bucks. So what's with the sudden love here? Well, you know, look, 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 looking at it, we're, you know, it, it looked like today that we hit a 52-week high. I've got a price multiple of this stock at 82 on a after-gap basis. Oh. Not quite that high if you look wow. at, 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 at a before-gap basis. But yeah, investors, you know, pretty, you know, when 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 you have a P ratio that that that's that high, investors are expecting a substantial amount of price growth. Of course, the earnings announcement is going to come out Wednesday before the market opens. With regards to that earnings announcement, looks like the market maker move is forecasting a move to the upside, possibly at around $116. The downside somewhere in the neighborhood of about $92. I checked I checked the option activity on this stock. The call, the call sizzle index on this stock a little bit earlier today was sitting at a five, which means the call options about five times the four-day average. The put sizzle index was also up was also up a little bit, sitting at a two, but the, but the call was a little bit higher. Now some of those call trades could actually be bearish trades, but overall. It does give you a little bit more of a bullish rather than a bearish feeling. This is a small cap. This 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 company is a small cap company, so it gives you a you know you you know some 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 nice possibilities in relationship to that. And what that, what what I should say, is is their capitalization is small in relationship to their peers. 
they have a capital, capitalization about 1.5 billion, but if you look at Boot Barn and Abercrombie and Fitch, which is another couple of specialty retailers, their market cap is about double of what we have here with, with, with regards to place. Their profit margin averages about, I saw an average in there of about 1.15%. That number didn't look right to me. I looked at, I looked at their, I looked at the April financials, and their profit margin in the April financials was actually sitting at about 10.38%. So that is a whole lot better, particularly when you're looking at their peers, which have a profit margin about 7, 7.4%. Their three-year price performance is actually the lowest among the peers. However, their year-to-date performance is the highest among the peers, being up 107%. So moving up very strong here. Looking at the chart, I've got current support sitting at 99.10. That was resistance level back on June 25th, as well as June 19th, as well as well as May 28th. And I've got the current resistance level, or perhaps a target of the upside. I need to use a Fibonacci extension level. I've got a target of the upside sitting about one, sitting in the area of about $111. So interesting right. stock, uh, some nice and some nice positive moves here of, of late as well. And it seems like after it broke your resistance there, then you kind of naturally think about that Fib target uh, a, a good bit higher from here as being that next destination for this to maybe get upwards of uh, you know 110 dollars so uh, i mean that would just be the beginning if these analysts uh, are, are right and their price targets bring up to 125 130 etc ken nice work on the overlooked stocks george tillis better watch his back ken's coming for him thank you mr rose great job filling in